Well, and now we're in COVID land, right? Yeah. <laughs> we can't ignore that. So, I mean, the fact that we're even bringing it back and talking about it, like that was also a curiosity I had. I was like, did, did we forget there's a census going on, everybody? <laughs> Don't forget. Welcome, everyone, to the Colectivo podcast. I'm here with Eric Diaz and Natalia Rodriguez-Ceballos. I'm Joshua Molina, and we are Colectivo. Um, today, we're talking about a really cool subject that uh, has been on our minds uh, because of how timely it is. It's the census. Uh, first of all, Eric, Natalia, would, would you, have you guys filled out the census yet? Of course. Yeah, did mine. Right. How about you, Josh? So I did mine online. I, I got the, the form in the mail, uh, filled it out online. It was pretty easy. But there were some questions that I had about um, how it was set up. Uh, and I've had these questions for a while. Uh, and obviously, you know, our thing is on uh, the Hispanic uh, Latino uh, marketing and communications. And, and so our discussion today revolves around the question. Mm -hmm. you know, are you Hispanic? You know, are you white? Are you, are you African American? Are you all three? So, um, so again, the same discussion that we had, uh, you know, previously before the call. What do you? How did you guys fill it out? What you know? What do you consider yourselves? What was your experience filling it out? Yeah, I. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. It's it's interesting how it's changed over the last. Uh, I think the 2010 census was a little bit different, and I want to say this one is pretty similar to what they did on 20 uh, 2010 as far as like instructions for Hispanics. And so, like what I recall is that you have to pick whether your uh, if your ethnicity is is white or black basically um and then you, you could pick something else too you can pick you know, asian or, or, or native america as well but there's no you you don't pick hispanic right you don't pick latino you don't pick latinx as natalia loves but uh you pick you pick uh, his, uh white for for me you know and then basically i would choose then it would be of hispanic uh origin and then you pick that and then i think the other thing that we add in there of course is uh, you can write what your what your country of origin is. Um, so I would write Peru in that case. Uh, so that's what I remember uh, from what I wrote. My I did I did mine like like yours, Josh, a couple weeks ago on the online. Um, but yeah, Natalia, how did you do yours? Well, yeah, and I think um, so. This is interesting because you mentioned ethnicity, but what I was remembering was that uh, you could write in your race um, and. And then I'm, I wasn't sure if that was, I couldn't remember, honestly, if that was something that you could do in 2010, because I feel like I remember um, having to be like, well, do I pick white <laughs> right? or do I pick, like, what's the, what's the best option? Um, so this go around, because I, I was like, didn't I do that in 2010 or not? I couldn't remember. I actually wrote in, um, I actually picked the American Indian I think it was that. And I wrote in the tribe from Colombia that is a majority of, of my ancestry, which is the Muisca tribe, specifically Chipcha. So I put that. I was like, Chipcha tribe from Colombia. But <laughs> technically, it's American Indian because it's South American. 
<laughs> at least that's how I interpreted that. So I really was curious if others were going to do that more or like what kind of responses might we be seeing because there is not a brown checkbox for race, right? Right. <laughs> so, so, and I picked multiple. I, I personally picked white as well because, well, technically I do have that in my, in my gene pool <laughs> for lack of a better way to say it. Right. Um, and so I think yeah, that we're, we're, we're almost, um, we've been taught over, we're conditioned, I guess is the right word over these, these questionnaires we've had for college, for financial aid, for other government forms. Like what do you fill out? I mean, race is even filling out a bank loan. You have to fill out, uh, you know, there's demographic info and obviously for, for good reason in some parts to stop redlining and, and things like that to keep, keep track. Even when you, but even when you apply for a job, you know, they'll, they'll ask you for your, um, for your ethnicity or your, your, your country of origin, which, you know, in, in some points you feel, is, is this going to go in my favor? I mean, is this affirmative action? Is this going to go against me? Or is there a discrimination point that, you know, I can't really, uh, effect um you know so, absolutely yeah so, so this question you know I, th I think for the most part a lot of latinos have been conditioned to write uh hispanic you know non-hispanic uh, or sorry so there's non-hispanic white most of all and then there's hispanic white unless you do come from african descent which you know there's there's a Correct. lot or uh, many of us who are mestizo you know there's there's rarely an opportunity to put uh, native uh, uh, native checkbox. So it is cool that in this uh, uh, this new census, which I'm looking at, you know, right now. So the first mm -hmm. question is: Is a person of Hispanic, Latino, or Spanish origin? You know, Spanish is, is an interesting, you know, um, addition to that. So Hispanic, Latino, or Spanish origin. Yes, you can put Mexican, Mexican American, Chicano. Yes, Puerto Rican. Yes, Cuban. Yes, other Hispanic, and that's where we, we obviously put. That's where I put Colombian American. I think that's where I put Colombian American. Yeah. You know, I think that's uh, that's the spot. And then the next question, question nine: What is the person's race? So this is, you know, this is loaded. Luckily, we've we've come to the point in this country where we can do uh, multi-racial. Origins or multiracial people is something that's so common that we can put, you know, white and African or, or white and American Indian, you know. And in my case, I, w I wish I would have put American Indian with, you know, maybe some Quechua or, or Inca tribe or something like that. Reading the, the, the question, I didn't feel like there was an option. So, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Natalia. You know, there is the option that says, in uh, print name of enrolled or principal tribe. So Nav it says, for example, Navajo, Blackfoot, but then it says Maya and Aztec, you know? Mm -hmm. so, so That's what caught my eye, Josh, honestly. The fact that you just said that, like, that's why I was like, oh, well, if they include Aztec and Maya, mm -hmm. and technically it is South America, right? So you say American Indian, it's not saying North American Indian. <laughs> Just, oh, so I, I was like, south or north, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put my, why not, right? Um, and, and so, it, but I wonder how many are like you, right? I wonder how many might have been like, I don't, 
I don't see that as an opportunity, right? To maybe include, like you mentioned, like Incan or Quechua. I wonder what other chatter is out there. Um, and frankly, I don't know how, what you guys feel, but I know I've also, I thought it's been interesting, a lot of the Spanish language ads I've been hearing around census and how much there's been an influ or a emphasis, I should say, on the ads, at least here in Phoenix, the ones at least that I've heard, I know small, small, like window of perspective, but very much um, kind of telling a story like conversationally, but um, trying to get at like, make sure all of your undocumented, like familiars, you know, familiares, I don't want to say in English, like family members, friends, mm -hmm. you know, still do the census, like trying to do it in a very like not direct way, but at the same time, um, and I don't know if you guys had noticed that at all or if you picked up on that, but I was like, oh, okay. It seems a lot of what I've heard, it's all that narrative. Like, but what if I, you know, my situation with so-and-so at the house, you know, like they'll say it like that. Like, oh, I know, but don't there's, worry, it's all there's, protected. <laughs> there's several reasons why Latinos are underreported in the census. And, you know, obviously um, documented status is, is a big part of that. There is a, uh, a push, I mean, there's, there's a, a, a feeling among a lot in, in the culture that your uh, information is private. You don't want to share information unless you have to. Uh, obviously, even beyond the undocumented side, which the undocumented side is, is very obvious why, but beyond that, you don't, you know, I look at my mom who's a very private person even when we're talking on the phone, she's like, be careful what you say. They can be listening to you, you know? So, you know, it's, uh, it's something that it's, it's deep in, in, in our culture. Um, so, you know, there's a big part of that. And the other part of that is mixed families. I mean, there's many homes that have mixed people, you know, cousins, uncles, you know, many generations, different uh, setups, sets up like that, where, you know, how do you really report that is it's, it's a difficult part. Eric, yeah, I, know, I know you've been uh, keeping track on the social media side through OEA. What have you heard as far as the chatter about census and Latinos? Well, yeah, one thing uh, made me think about what you guys were just saying as far as uh, like, like uh, what maybe uh, Hispanics that are immigrants or more uh, less acculturated Hispanics. And one of the things, so 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 our, our software company, OEA, did an analysis on, on census, which is uh, we do on all, all kinds of topics, but um, but one of the ones that we did was census in particular. What do Hispanics of all what all levels of language preferences and all of that? And and definitely one of the big things we noticed right off the bat was it was very English dominated. Eighty um, percent, over eighty percent was uh, pure English, and then there was like it was about split ten percent and ten percent Spanish versus bilingual. Um, a lot of the bilingual would be uh, would would be this. This was an interesting one because there was there's actually campaigns in both languages, and uh, so like usually when we look at social media, we look at campaigns like hashtag campaigns. So like somebody, uh, it'd be interesting to to look of what the of the bilingual conversation, what the majority of that would be as far as if it was more English or Spanish, um, because. There's uh, a lot of the campaigns that we saw were like Si Se Puede. Si Se Puede was a really big one. Um, and then also like Censo 2020, Censo 2020s or you know, Census 2020 in, in, in English um, was a big one. So those those resonated the most. And so we were seeing that a lot. But yeah, 80% was pure English. So like not even any Spanish or a Spanish hashtag. So, and then like the content, 
people were talking about it really tended to be really it was all almost all positive it was like 90 percent positive it's all like uh sharing information sharing tweets from like Kamala Harris posted stuff. Uh, a lot of different politicians posted, you know, why we should take the census, and uh, and that those resonate. They're just reshared a lot between um, between the, the Hispanic audience and the African American audience. And one thing actually, I, I I noticed looking at the African American audience is actually, and I thought this was interesting. They actually were uh, using some of the same Hispanic uh, campaigns, like those same ones. So like, si se puede wound up showing up in Hispanic conversation. And I think it was, uh, si se puede, and then also, um, it wasn't a huge, it wasn't nearly as high as the other, as uh, some of the other ones, like uh, I think it was hashtag get counted, was probably I think the biggest one with the African-American market. But um, Censo 2020 was was another one that showed up with his, uh, with African-American. So I thought that was interesting to see that, like the African-American audience is also uh, reposting and resharing content that was using bilingual, um, bilingual, uh, I guess, uh, encouragement for why mm -hmm. we should take the census. Awesome. Mm, that's very interesting. Out of total curiosity, and I might be like, you might not have captured this, but were there any, uh, or in Spanish language, has there been um, any kind of push for like celebrity, uh, like Latino celebrities that are mainly Spanish language, right? Um, doing any kind of census PSAs and things like that at all? Um, um, you know, I haven't seen it, so that's why I was curious if you guys yeah, have seen anything. I, the biggest person I saw as far as getting shared, and that with both cultures, was, was Kamala Harris. But that was, yeah. keep in mind, there's so much data on the census that we just ran this for a week. There could have been for a different week. Right. It just didn't. During, it might not have been as popular during that week as other ones. So there, pro there probably was. Um, it just wasn't that that time range. And, and, and one thing to keep in mind is uh, there is not as much budget uh, this uh, time around as another other uh, So I mean, uh, the outreach uh, is interesting. I mean, I feel like there uh, wasn't an initial push that I heard a little bit about it. I, honestly, we don't, unless you guys uh, might think differently, there's not an not much said about the census as I feel like mm -hmm. years ago, as much of a push as, as there was. So, uh, well, and now we're in COVID land, right? Yeah. <laughs> we can't ignore that. So, I mean, the fact that we're even bringing it back and talking about it, like that was also a curiosity I had. Is like, did, did we forget there's a census going on? Everybody, <laughs> don't forget, right? And I'm reminded, and just because of the spaces that I work in, um, but I just found out actually. Um, that we, uh, when I say we, I mean the state of Arizona and specifically for Maricopa County, currently has about 59% of the population responding to the census right now. But one of the concerns and why there's like this push now to try and get an uptick of people participating into summer, especially where we're at here locally, is because a lot of the most underreported areas are the ones that we need the most representation from right now, you know, um, and, and they're really going to be challenged because normally census you have people knocking on doors, right? I mean, that's where, you know, people who speak the language of the neighborhood and are going around and knocking on doors and helping people to get over those fears in real time, right. Of giving their information. That's, yeah. It's probably not going to happen this year. Like that's not going right. to be able to happen. So they're trying to figure out like, how do you then, like, how do you then go and get those people counted? 
Um, and I think it's going to become a lot more like, frankly, this kind of stuff, right? Like people going through their own personal networks and really pushing um, to try to get people to participate and see the importance of it. But that's an interesting fact to throw out there. I mean, as of, as of mid-May 2020, we've got about 59%, um, which sounds good. Like that's the majority, right? But we, need, we still need a lot more. You to said have 15, an 59% is what? Supposedly in counted, like in terms mm -hmm. of population wise, that's what got they're it, estimating about 59%. So and again, it'd be interesting to see the numbers of, you know, what, uh, so that's 59% total people in Arizona County. So if you take the whole population, right. yeah, that's what they're saying in terms of what they've gotten in. But yeah. again, they're seeing these big gaps, right? In the areas right. where they really, we really need it to be counted. There's barely, if any, participation. Literally, like some areas that are at zero percent right now for that that one area, right? Which we know might be super heavy Hispanic or super heavy African American, or maybe even super heavy refugee community. Um, so areas that meet, probably need the most funding are usually, mm -hmm. or, or, or in this case, have uh, potentially the the least amount of. Uh, participation in the census which means that after the census they'll continue to get less funding exactly uh, and less representation right like we're gonna have less I mean less funding but also there's gonna that, that there's not gonna be a clear map there's not gonna be a clear story be being able to be told for another decade holy cannoli right that's that I mean that is like that's really concerning a lot of people and uh, um, I think that's why it's so important that we, any spaces that we're in, we, we are talking about the census. Because um, it's still happening. How many cars are rebuilt? How many, you know, how much money for school lunches for these people? I mean, it, you know. Exactly, how exactly. Many representatives they have per capita. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's huge. Absolutely. So I think it'd be interesting to know or, or to get a sense, a better sense of like, A, why did they make the changes they made? And like, how are they thinking of, frankly, quantifying that and calculating that, right? When you have thousands of different types of responses, I'm sure, I'm assuming. But secondly, also here locally, it's going to be interesting, like, yeah, what is happening with census? And what is, what is the outreach to these areas? We're hearing these stats. We're hearing these numbers come out. We're seeing the chatter. Even the fact that, Eric, you noticed, you know, if the overwhelming majority are English-speaking, we know we have a huge community of Spanish-dominant, right? Spanish-speaking, so where are those folks talking about census and participating? Are they? We just don't know. I don't know. But I think, I think there's a lot to dive into deeper here, you guys. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, it'd be great to get somebody from the census to really answer some of these questions because I think there's, uh, there's some really open-ended discussions here where you know, we can, uh, as participants, see how it should be filled out, the need it should be filled out, but, you know, what happens after it's filled out, how does that really affect our communities? I think there's some, some good questions there. Yeah, Joshua, uh, a couple other things I, I, I can note that um, as far as the Spanish dominant audience, there was another hashtag that I noticed that was pretty popular, and it wasn't as big as Central Census 2020 or Census 2020 in Spanish, but Agase Contar, it's like make yourself count in Spanish, was a big one. 
uh, as well. It was just a little bit less than the spend than the sense of uh, 2020. Um, but that one was a big one. So in the way that it's used typically these things is, is usually it's like there's a, an awareness message, a, a, you know, an email or not an email, but an image and then uh, basically explanation of why it matters, you know, to all the points you guys are mentioning about, you know, for important for the communities and all of that. And then using that hashtag. So that way, so they're definitely, I wouldn't say that there's a lack of like social media awareness about what it, you know, what it is. I think that um, it just tends to be that the, I think that, that the folks on, uh, which primarily we're getting our data from, from, from Twitter, are tending to be the, the English speaking audience that are on social media. And so the, so the audience that we're, we're, we're missing, you know, the Spanish dominant audience, we're probably not reaching them as well, even though we're trying to, they're just not there, you know, on, mm -hmm. on Twitter and, and, and some of these other social channels. So probably a lot of those traditional methods, you know, like the, you know, that, that could work like email and, or I'm sorry, phone and um, door to door and all the traditional stuff, mail, things like that. Um, oh, one thing about mail too, that was interesting for both African-American and Hispanic is that the, it was, it was really the largest negative content uh, driver was people were talking about there was like a really uh, popular tweet and I don't recall it might have it might also been Kamala Harris but I don't recall exactly who posted it originally but uh, there was a, um, a post about well if we can if we can do our census by mail-in ballot or mail-in um, census we should be able to do our vote by mail-in as well and I think a lot of that's kind of leading to conversation about delaying the 2020 election and, and, and that's bringing in a lot of negative sentiment. So it's not necessarily negative about the census. And that's like, we kind of took it as a grain of salt when we saw it because it was more negative sure. what potentially could happen with the election and kind of saying, well, we do the census this way. You know, why can't we do other mm -hmm. things? Yeah. So that's another curious thing to, to maybe dive into more. I think that's really interesting, this element of people associating one with the other, right? If we have capacity to collect so much information, um, in this fashion, online, via mail, why can we not do that with, with our voting system? And we are in a time where we're questioning all of that, right? Like a lot of what we were told that we couldn't do remotely or we couldn't do digitally or virtually, now we are like, we absolutely can. <laughs> and so we know we're not going to be able to go back from that, right? People are going to not, they're not going to be like, oh, now you can tell me, no, I can't do this anymore virtually. I, we've proved that we can so maybe this is the time. Maybe this is actually the time that we move into right. that. Maybe, right? Like that would be yeah. if all the times. Yeah, there's this a revolution definitely. I mean, there's, there's increased security around, you know, encryption for things like this. I mean, if we, can, if we can do it over, I mean, I don't think there's any election, any government election that's done by uh, online, you know? So that's uh, it's an interesting conversation. By, 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 it is. I mean, there's enough, there's enough uh, blowback on, you know, can we do it by, by mail? I've always voted by mail. I love Arizona mail, mail and vote. Me too. Um, you know, there's, I think there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of controversy whether we can do it at the national system completely by mail. Uh, we won't get into that, but, uh, but, you know, I think there's, I mean, digitally and uh, a lot, a lot has changed. There's, there's no reason why we all have to go to the ballot box like we used to, especially mm -hmm around COVID. Anyways, I don't want to derail the conversation. Uh, <laughs> back real quick to one last thing, and that's um, I do have the, uh, the original 1970 census, 
with that question about uh, the, the, the Hispanic question, which first of all, I think is really interesting, the fact that out of all, you know, all, all ethnicities, all, all national origins and races, Hispanic is so separate, which again, we talk about all the time, it, it's so unique, it's so different from, from you know, a lot, of, a lot of other parts of the world and how, mm -hmm. how we come together as mixed race, but you know, unified. Uh, you know, mixed race, mixed ethnicity, mixed culture, mixed product. I mean like everything. And then we come here and we're all under the same umbrella. Right. So, so 1970, the question is, is this person's origin or descent? And then you fill one circle, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Cuban, Central or South American, other Spanish. One thing we haven't talked about, which you couldn't do then, and you might be able to do now with the, the new setup is, you know, what if, you know, my kids are Ecuadorian, Mexican, you know, hey, which, which one do I pick here? <laughs> so, you know, uh, right. 1980s, it went to, is this person of Spanish, Hispanic origin or descent? And again, you fill out no, yes, Mexican, Mexican-American, Chicano, 1980s, that, you know, yeah. tell them, right? Yes, Puerto Rican, yes, Cuban, yes, others, Spanish, Hispanic. 1990, it was, is this person of Spanish, Spanish origin? If yes, again, no, not Spanish, Hispanic, yes. Mexican, Mexican-American, Chicano, Puerto Rican, Cuban, and then other, and then it gives you some other options. Uh, you can fill in Argentinian, Colombian, Dominican. And then we were talking about uh, 20, two, uh, 2000, actually 2000 2010. So 2000, it was, um, you again, fill in no, not Hispanic. Again, Puerto Rican, Cuban, Mexican are the only three options you get other than filling it out. And then in 20, uh, uh, let's see, 2010, um, really not much has changed. So really, this is the first year that uh, that it changed from just uh, being Cuban, Puerto Rican, Mexican, or um, you, you write it in. So uh, I think I, I definitely think it's made a huge improvement. So, so I think. This is, there's a lot of interesting discussion and it's timely, right? We're in this right now and there's some really, there's real world stuff that's impacting and will impact, right? The success of the 2020 census. Mm -hmm. So we mentioned like getting a guest from census. I think we should do that and dive a little deeper into some of these changes, but also personally, I'm really curious to learn too about some of the alternate outreach that that might be being considered since we got into that right and no there won't be the door-to-door -door and all of that jazz so i am curious what 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 is the what are they entertaining as an alternate option um and i'd be really curious too to come back and hear a little bit more of that chatter right from maybe some other time stamps or time weeks to kind of see you know is there is there a time where there is more maybe Spanish language represented um, or people upticking in that or not or not? <laughs> but I'd be curious to see. Um, yeah. Some homework for you, Eric. And um, hopefully yep. we'll get a guest on and talk a little more about this. Let's do it. Let's get a guest on. I think it's a great idea. So great conversation today. Again, uh, you know, the topic of, uh, how we quantify or how we label ourselves um, as Latinos, 
is you know is loaded, but I think it's it's a, it's an important conversation to have. I think we saw that there's been some improvements in the census form. Um, you know, there's really no right way to to really label all of us, but I think you know we're we're getting closer uh, to a better approach to it. Um, agreed. Agreed. And fill out your census. If you haven't done it, fill out your census. <laughs> exactly. True. Awesome. Thank you guys. Uh, again, Politivo, uh, Eric, Natalia, and myself, we're uh, always happy to bring these topics to you. If you have any topic you'd like us to cover in one of our podcast episodes, uh, feel free to reach out to us, info at colectivo.org. Uh, and visit our website, colectivo.org. Until next time. Thank you. Hasta luego. Ciao. <laughs>